Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon, where we bring you success stories from business leaders and owners about their triumphs and growth in the Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas community. You'll hear about how Bentonville has been the backdrop for incredible growth, not only for businesses and their employees, but in their personal lives as well. Tune in, subscribe, and enjoy hearing about Bentonville, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Welcome back to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast, where we're sharing stories and advice from the entrepreneurs, business executives, and community leaders, sparking the rise of the greater Bentonville area, which represents one of the fastest growing and most dynamic cities and economies in the United States, and is nestled in the Ozark Mountains of Northwest Arkansas in the heartland of America. Hey, I'm your host, James Bell, and in this episode, I am thrilled to introduce you to my friend and colleague, Andres Lazarte, who is co-founder and president of Basis Health, a unique healthcare provider that's redefining patient care in our community. At Basis Health, the focus is on bringing compassionate, high-quality medical services directly to the homes of the elderly and chronically ill, ensuring that healthcare is accessible right where it's needed most. Andres is a serial entrepreneur with a heart for innovation and community, and he has not only brought his company headquarters to Bentonville, but has also immersed himself and his family in the vibrant life of our city. From pioneering healthcare solutions to engaging in local community initiatives, Andres' journey is a testament to the transformative power of vision, dedication, and the unique spirit of Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas. Andres, welcome to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, Andres, let's just jump right in. And will you share with our audience about yourself? What should they know about you that can be personal and professional, but definitely include your journey as a serial entrepreneur and how Basis Health came about? Yeah. So I, you know, I kind of started my adulthood. I, I, I was living in Argentina for two years. I served a, a religious mission down there doing a lot of service work. And it kind of opened my eyes to just how big the world is and how much good can be done in, in, in the world. When I got back from that, I had the opportunity to get on a, a presidential campaign as an intern. Um, it was 2012. There's a presidential election going on. I got on it. And as I was working there, I got promoted twice within that organization to where I was a full-time employee. I got to work the entire campaign. Um, and again, that was like another opportunity for me to see like, wow, the world is huge. Like I got to work with some incredible people. So I got really interested in the idea of, you know, what can I do to be, help people, but also build something for, for myself. So as soon as I got off the campaign, um, I went and worked for a company named venturecapital.org, which was an incubator at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I got to work with a lot of entrepreneurs. I got to see them build their companies. I got to coach some of them and, and help them build their pitch decks. And the more and more I got to spend time with them, I'm like, I, I, I don't want to be on this side of the table. I want to be on that side, right? I want to be one of them. Um, so my father, who is a physician and, a, and an immigrant to this country, which kind of gives a unique perspective to, to business and, and living here in America. And we'd always talked about someday we want to start something for ourselves, some, some company that we can, we can build with our own two hands. Um, and it came up perfectly that we wanted to do a, a company in healthcare that focused on a major need within the healthcare organization by focusing on this aging community. Um, and that's when we started our first uh, healthcare clinic up in, up in Boise, Idaho. That's neat. So um, could you talk more than about Basis Health? Uh, what's your unique approach to serving elderly and chronically 
ill patients and why is it important to serve them in their home? Yeah, so we hyper-focus on a very specific patient population. No other company hyper-focuses just on this 65 and older, multiple chronic illness uh, patient population that, that, that a lot of studies call the high-cost, high-need population, right? They cost the most amount of dollars because they frequent the emergency room um, for things that could have been solved within, within the home. So our unique approach is that we send providers, nurses, urgent care workers to the patient's home, and we see them on a, on a consistent basis. We're able to see you know, how their living looks like, assisted living, independent living, memory care, wherever the patient is, we can meet them and bring healthcare to their door. We're also including technology, which is a huge aspect of that. Wearable technology is a really big part of that. Um, our patients are wearing a, a device that monitors their vitals 24 hours a day. Unfortunately, elderly people, when they get sick, is never at the perfect time, right? It's usually midnight on a Sunday or something like that. We're able to see that in real time and then react to it and go and send somebody to their home and, and help them out with that. And then combining that with, with AI, um, so we can start making these predictive models so we can add um, a layer of, of, of protection for these patients so that the AI eventually will be able to be so refined with our the way we currently do healthcare for these elderly patients that it's going to be able to start making some of the decisions and and letting us know like, hey, this patient's beginning to decline in temperature. They also have a history of, of heart disease. Here's what Dr. Lazarte or Dr. What are the other doctors would do? What do you think? And then we're able to make that happen and really solve a major issue in the healthcare industry today. That's that's great. I mean, I, I just think about the uh, the patients, pick any chronically ill patient. I don't know, take patients with COPD, for example. Um, there's a fair number over the age of 65 that fall right into your, your patient population um, that fit that profile, but they are notorious for going to the ER too late, right? Or for uh, finding help until it's too late because one, they're a little bit embarrassed. Maybe maybe it's not time to go, but um, you know, having uh, wearables and AI and being able to do uh, predictive diagnostics and now predictive care will go a long way for just those that patient population, but I can see for many others. So that's great. Um, you know, how else do you see the future of healthcare evolving, and how else do you see artificial intelligence and, and wearables, you know, be, being useful in healthcare? And you can expand on what you're doing too, if you'd like. Yeah. So I mean, our our mission ultimately is to serve the underserved population, which is this elderly uh, population. You know they do go to the emergency room too late. And it's oftentimes because nobody knows what's happening with the patient, right? They can have a super high temperature for hours or, or a couple of days and they don't say anything, right? They don't notice. Some of these, you know, a lot of them are World War II vets who are like, nah, I'm fine. I'm all right. I'm, I'm going to be okay until it's too late, right? So the future of healthcare is going to be more patient-centered, but I mean, cyber patient centered, like the patient really is the quarterback. Whereas before mm -hmm. the patient would come to the hospital, the doctor would tell them what to do. They'd go home and they tried to work at work, didn't work out. They go back to the hospital again. I think hospitals are going to get a lot smaller. We're going to have more regional healthcare uh, clinics that people are going to go to, um, more mobile healthcare. As AI and as wearables continue to get more improved, everyone's going to have access to a doctor immediately. Um, you know, our goal is to become one of the most technologically advanced and, and best healthcare success stories here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And one of those ways is to really see like, what does the patient need for the ideal situation? What does the patient need to be as healthy as possible, reduce hospitalizations, and let's flip healthcare on its head and, and, and make it happen. Take healthcare to the patient, whatever we have to do, whatever system we have to build, whatever technology we need to build, let's make it happen so we can solve these, these problems. Instead of just being reactionary, let's be preventative with it. Yeah, I, I love that. You're really helping patients who are struggling to be well because they have conditions that aren't going to allow them to be well. 
you're helping them be as well as possible. And for the rest of the population, the same principle can be applied, right? If we can just be well instead of, uh, you know, really getting care at the point that we're sick, thus the sick care system that we have, um, that will also flip healthcare on its head. I, I absolutely agree with you. My, my uh, background for the audience that may not know is medical devices, healthcare, and health tech. Uh, my industry background is. And uh, this idea of being able to move healthcare and wellness closer to where the patient is and right into the patient's home, I think flows across all of healthcare. And the, the idea that we can even take some aspects of the ICU home is exciting to me, uh, you know, as, as we prog- uh, make progress. And the idea of big bloated hospitals then eventually goes away, maybe not in our lifetime, but that changes everything. And it really reduces the cost of healthcare and make it, makes everybody's lives better. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, watching that continue to progress. Um, so, you know, Andres, about three years ago, maybe it was early 2021, uh, we had our first conversation about relocate, relocating uh, Basis Health from Boise uh, here to uh, Bentonville. And it wasn't long after that that, that you made the jump um, and, and moved the headquarters, moved the company. What, what did it, why did you make the move and how has that worked out for you? Right. So we're kind of in the middle tail end of, of in that COVID era, right? <clears throat> There's a lot of things going on. We had our clinic up in Boise. Um, we knew that we needed to make a move to somewhere, a community that was that we just felt like was ready for innovation. We wanted to be somewhere where it was early, a hub of innovation that we could come in, participate in, um, and build what we think is, you know, the latest and greatest in healthcare. Um, so it took a lot of, a lot of faith, a lot of prayers and a lot of decisions about where, where is it that we can go? And, and Northwest Arkansas kept on coming to the forefront of our minds. I grew up down in Cave Springs, Arkansas. My dad used to work for Mercy Hospital back in the day, but I hadn't been back in years I didn't even know really like what the community was like, but we just took a, a you know, we, we spoke. There's, Bentonville has such a unique culture. I knew that there was a lot of big businesses here because of Walmart. So we decided let's, let's, let's take a shot. So my super amazing wife was okay with us moving sight unseen to Bentonville. Wow. Got there and we, we started working on building this, this, this next evolution of our company, Basis Health, at the technology side. Um, and it has been the greatest decision we've made as, as a business as of yet. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. Well, you're right. This community is perfect for uh, innovation and particularly in the healthcare space, especially in uh, the space of the wellness part of, of healthcare, helping folks be well and really flipping things on it, their head in, in healthcare. And I think that that's going to happen from our community and the world's going to be shocked by it in a short period of time. Um, you're here in Bentonville at an exciting time. Um, when healthcare wellness are emerging as uh, central themes, uh, especially, you know, not just with Walmart spinning up clinics across the country, but Alice Walton founding the Whole Health Institute to help people everywhere be well with her uh, founding what's now being built, the Alice O. Walton School uh, of Medicine that uh, will be the first MD conferring institution where those, uh, those doctors have to actually participate in whole health as part of their curriculum, um, which is, it's amazing to me that that's not a thing everywhere else. Uh, And this is just among other incredible developments that we know about right now and that are coming um, on top of adding hundreds of more residencies to our hospitals in the last couple of years. What's it like jumping into a region that is transforming local healthcare and wellness and 
not even just at the local level, but moving out across the nation and eventually across the world? Yeah, so I think this is the perfect jumping off point. I mean, like geographically located, this is the perfect spot to grow a a national company, a national brand. Um, It's refreshing to be in an area that keeps up with the type of innovation that gets me out of bed in the morning, right? Like it's refreshing to be somewhere where as fast as I want to move in healthcare, there's other people who want to move just as fast as well. That is, that's not always the case, right? Healthcare historically in the entrepreneurship space has been a little more stagnant, a lot slower moving. Here in Arkansas, it's one of the few places I've ever been, if not the only place where I have an idea, you know, my, my co-founder, my father has an idea. We want to, we implement it and there is support. There is people who will hear us out. There's, there's, there's opportunity here to really do that. And I am looking forward to hiring some of those doctors in the future and, and partnering with, with Alice Walton and, and the hospital to really make this place a, a, a focal point within the healthcare technology community. Like, for example, we just started a new um, urgent care practice where we, for patients who are not necessarily our, our primary care patients, who but they maybe have the flu, maybe they have a, a something, a suture that needs to be done. We're able to do that within their, their home. We just started doing skin grafting at home as well. Benville is the perfect spot to do that because there's support everywhere. We can really take all this healthcare and move it home because all the pieces are here. The support is here. The community is all about it. So, I mean, it's, there is nowhere else in the country. If, if you're an entrepreneur in healthcare, I say, you know, you should be flocking to Northwest Arkansas. If you're an entrepreneur in general, you should be coming to Northwest Arkansas because this is, this is the spot. That's cool. Well, that's, that's well said. So I'm not going to add anything to it. <laughs> Um, I noticed that Basis Health has is active in the, in the community. Will you speak to some of the ways that you and your team have uh, gotten involved in Bentonville and in Northwest Arkansas? Yeah. So one one of the ways is we we participate with the Alzheimer's Association, which was awesome. The the, the run they do every year, we raised a bunch of money for them and and reached out. Um, again, the community is so strong. I'll, I'll give you an example. The other night, um, where I'm really active in in my church here in, in Bentonville there was a, a, a member of our congregation who needed to move to a new home. It was raining. It was cold. We called up some people to see if we could help her help her move her U-Haul. And I think we had like 15 or 20 people show up and moved them all out, right? So like there's this aspect of like the business side is so incredible. The community is great. The volunteer work is great. But then at the end of the day, you have good people wanting to do good things and work on good projects. Like there, you couldn't ask for anything more than that. So we do our very best personally and as a company to participate as much as we can in the community because the community is so strong. That's great. I, pr- I appreciate that. And, you know, folks may say, oh, well, gee, it's the church. So, of course, they're going to come out. Um, well, to give you another example in that space, are you familiar with Canopy NWA? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're relocating refugees from around the world. In fact, they've relocated a substantial number of Afghan families and many of them uh, to Bentonville more and more. Um, and, you know, I've heard some stories with that organization where, First of all, they find out many times that a family is coming and they have 48 hours or less to be prepared for them. That's get them a home to live in. That's not going to be one they just have for a week or two. It's the home they're going to live in uh, to get that home fully furnished, to get them clothing, to get them everything that they need to leave, to, to live their lives, to get them started here. Um, and like I said, many times they don't know until 48 hours or less and people come together in the same way, and they've received those calls on holidays, like Christmas, for example, and people still turn out just in the same way. So it's not just the church. It's, it really is this, this community. Uh, and then in organizations like the church and Canopy, then it gets magnified. Uh, and so it's, it's pretty amazing. I, that's one of the things that I love about living here is it truly is this community, Phil. Um, 
How does Bentonville help you balance your sort of family time and busy entrepreneurial life and, and your responsibilities? That's a lot. It is a lot. You're right. I'm a father of four, have a wife, startup. Like it, it's, it's, it's a lot on my, on my plate, but I would say Benville is like such a perfect spot because it gives so many opportunities for my kids and my family to kind of take the hat off a little bit and relax. We have, I think the best farmer's market in the country. Like it is incredible. That is one of our all-time favorite things to go and participate in that. The, the Amazium is, is incredible. My kids beg me to go all the time. And so we, we go all the time with that. Um, we have some of the best trails ever. Like I, I can't tell you how many times I've come up with different business ideas or solve business problems walking along Kohler, right? Sure. Like, I mean, that, that to me, that spot has, has been kind of my go-to to like go walk and, and, and figure out some, some, some issues I have in my business and spend some time in nature. Like it's, it's such a unique location because they give us the opportunity to get out in the, in, in nature. We get to go to all these incredible activities. I mean, almost every single weekend, there is something to be done, something we can do as a family or just individually. Um, that doesn't involve me being in my office or going out and visiting, you know, some, some of my clients. So it's, it really does a great job of, of we work hard and we play hard here in Bentonville. Um, and I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I've heard other folks say the same thing about the trails and, and Kohler is one that keeps coming out, up, keep going out to, to folks talking about going out to Kohler and it's just such a serene and peaceful place. And, and uh, yeah, you can go ride mountain bikes out there. It's a mountain bike preserve, but uh, it's just, it's right here in the city and it feels so remote uh, when you get there. I've thought many times about uh, just getting a group of folks and just riding our bikes over there and hanging out at the airship coffee in the middle of Kohler or, or, or walking around doing business by trail that way. I think that would be a really neat thing to do. Um, how does Bentonville and you've, well, you've mentioned some of them. What are some of the other ways, or let me ask this question differently. What are some of the other ways and, and things that you and your family like to do in Bentonville and across Northwest Arkansas in the region? Yeah. So, I mean, going back to it, I think that, that Northwest Arkansas does such a great job of giving families opportunities to be together, right? There's just so much activities. Like if, if you're, if, you know, your kid, if my kids or myself or my wife, we, we've never participated and we're not big mountain bikers, Right but this is the spot to do it. We can learn, right? There's so many resources to help us learn. There's so many, if you go, you know, online or, or go to, the, to the, the chamber, there is so many way resources to do every single activity you can possibly do. I mean, like this is one of the few places where you can go mountain biking, you know, hiking, fishing, really everything within a 15 minute drive of your home. Um, and, and for me, that has been such a huge opportunity where like, you know, my kids can go and play and then I can hit up a meeting within the same hour within the same location, right? Um, it's it's such a unique location that I don't I don't think people believe it until they come and see it. And I've had friends That's right. who are like, you moved where? Like, why did you move to Arkansas? And then they come and check it out for a weekend and they're like, holy cow, I get it now. And you're like, you know, bring it on, bring bring your business here because this is this is it. This is like, there's really not a better spot that combines like the the work hard, play hard aspect for for entrepreneurs, for business workers and, and for families as well. Hey, absolutely. Yeah. I encourage people to check out visitbentonville.com. Uh, that's a great place to, great. to go to uh, check things out. Um, but there's, there's always so much uh, happening here. Actually, uh, if, if you're local or even if you're not and you're coming to visit, uh, Visit Bentonville just launched a new e-news where oh, they're nice. dropping every week what's happening here because there's so much uh, going on. People ought to sign up uh, uh, for that. Um Andres, will you tell me a story? And we're going to make this a hashtag because Bentonville story. That's something that happened where you look back at it and you think, 
that could only happen in Bentonville, or maybe it describes the essence of our community. Yeah, I think for me, a story that reminds me a lot is there was a day, and I again, I don't want to like go back over so much how awesome I love the nature of Northwest Arkansas, but there was a day where I woke up early in the morning, I went fishing, went on a hike through Kohler, and then within that same morning, had a meeting with some Fortune 500 business owners, right? And, and, and people who work for some of the biggest companies in, in the country, some of the biggest healthcare companies in the world, all right here. That doesn't happen anywhere else, right? You can't really do that in other places within a 20-minute drive within the same morning that you have. And because of Bentonville, I'm able to do, fulfill my, my, my love of being with my family, go out and, you know, and, and fish and enjoy the nature and hike, and then also make meetings with people that other people in other parts of the world have to fly hundreds of miles to get to. That is neat. That is a, you're right. That's hashtag because Bentonville. And, and, and not only is it a thing you can do, it's a thing that's sort of expected that you're going 100%. to do here, which is really cool. Um, these next couple of questions I'm going to ask you, or I'm going to call them whimsical questions. Sure. They're, they're designed <laughs> to sort of get in your head and get to know you a little bit All uh, right. uh, more. It, if you could invent anything, regardless of current technology. What would it be? Ooh, regardless of current technology. So I, I consider myself a bit of a futurist. Okay. So honestly, like if it, a time machine would be the ultimate invention, right? You go back in history, which I'm a huge history buff. So going back in time, maybe take a little peek into the future and see what, what's upcoming, right? Like I, I, a time machine is, is something that I've always wanted, always wanted to, you know, any movie that has to do with time machine, I'd love it. So that, that would be, that would have to be something I'm, I would invent if I, if I had no restrictions, if science wasn't involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the only thing, the only thing I would want on my time machine is an emergency escape button. That's like right. I land somewhere <laughs> go, oh, wrong place button. That is <laughs> wrong right. place in time, whatever it is. Um, this one, this next one's, a, I guess, a little less whimsical, but what, what book has significantly influenced you, but is an unexpected choice for perhaps a healthcare entrepreneur? Yeah. So I have several, I mean, I'm a, a big reader. I read, I, I read a lot and, you know, there's, you know, a bunch of, of, of texts that, um, you know, every from religious texts to novels to, to nonfiction, um, two of which that I thought about, uh, just now, or one is, is a book called Blood and Thunder. It's a book about Daniel Boone um, and his story. And the other one is a, a, non -fi a, a fictional book called The Lonesome Dove. It's a pretty famous book. But mm -hmm. the reason I love those books and I always encourage people to read them is basically the premise of both books are a story of people who wanted to go see things that nobody else has ever seen before, right? The West hadn't been won. The North hadn't been won. They wanted to go and see what, is it, what does it look like? What does unviewed eyes to them look like? Um, one of my favorite scenes in, in Lonesome Dove is they go North and they see a grizzly bear for the first time and they think it's a monster, a ghoul, some type of crazy thing. They couldn't believe what it was. I think every entrepreneur needs to have the same mindset of like, let's go and see things that haven't been seen before. Like, let's have the courage to say, I want to go somewhere uncharted and I want to be the first one to see it or the first one to do it. So I think that those books to me are, are key. I think it's a really good way to look at it because sometimes entrepreneurs think they're going places people have never gone before, but it's because they created those things in their mind before they found out what the market wanted. Right. And they go there and nobody else goes with them. And so I, I like this idea because it it also says you need to actually go out and see mm -hmm. with something new in, in your vision, not just what you think you have in your head. Have the bravery too to actually go and, and adventure a little bit, right? Yeah, go go right. check it out. Go actually and get, get your hands dirty, do the work and, and see what happens. That's cool. Um, what advice would you give to aspiring 
entrepreneurs in the healthcare industry. That's a tough industry. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's brutal. I always, I always joke with people that, you know, my, my sweet family, like, you know, there's days where I'm like, yeah, I think we might be eating ramen for the rest of our lives. Right. And uh-huh. the other side of it where it's like, mm, I don't know about that. We might actually make, make this thing work. Um, two pieces of advice I would give is one, know when to take advice and when not to take advice. Um, I've been given some awesome advice in my life, right? And some really good ones that I've, I've, I've kept. There's also times where I've been advised to stop doing what I'm doing, right? Or like, hey, this business idea is flawed or it might not work. You have to have the willpower to say, no, I think I'm right. And I'm going to go ahead and keep going and, and, and show it, right? So you have to be able to take advice. And with that, that segues to the second piece of advice is be okay being lonely. Like being an entrepreneur is a lonely job. There's going to be a lot of times where you're the only one in the room who believes in your, your idea. Um, and I was fortunate enough to have a co-founder that, that we both believe in the idea deeply, but it's, it's lonely, right? When you have experts, right? You can have healthcare experts or, you know, venture capitalists or whatever it might be who are all telling you like, Hey, I don't know if this is going to work. And I don't think you're going to scale, whatever. There's aspect of a little bit of rebelliousness where you're like, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to show you, I know this is going to work. Um, and I'm, I'm going to prove it. And, and so far we have. So being an entrepreneur, you have to know when to take advice, when not to take advice and be okay being lonely. That, uh, that is sage advice. I've, I've walked that path. It is indeed very lonely. And you're right. You have to be a little bit of a rebel and you have to apply what I like to uh, call the entrepreneur's filter, right? Not everything that comes at you is good advice. And a lot of it is, but needs to be twisted in some way. And sometimes it's just being open to it. Yeah, I think a great way <laughs> you know, to take all you advice. Have to be flexible. 100%. Take all advice, but don't apply all advice. I think that's, that's a great way. That's a great way to put it. Um, wow. Only have a couple of questions left for you. Uh, the first one is if somebody in the audience wants to reach you to learn more about Basis Health or connect up with you, how do they do that? Yeah. So basishealth.org is our website. We're on Facebook. Um, you know, Andre Salazarte on Instagram. Like I post a lot of my, my business stuff on there as well. Um, yeah, go to our website, check us out. And, and you know, we're going to be um, building a, a few more things that I think are going to be really revolutionary. Our AI, we're going to start announcing some really cool projects we're working on. So if you guys keep keep in contact, keep kind of watching our journey and you guys are going to be surprised. He almost announced something. <laughs> uh, I guess that's as close as we're going to get. For now it is. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what's something I should have asked you that I did not ask? That's your last question. I don't know. That's a tough one. I honestly, this has been an awesome, I don't know if there's anything maybe pushed on what I was going to announce earlier. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to announce? I'll tell you this. It's going to be, um, we're going to build, I think one of the coolest, something in in AI that is going to be the perfect application that's going to make us the, the premier healthcare business in Northwest Arkansas, then later the nation. Excellent. I love it. Uh, Andres, thanks. It's been you know a real privilege uh, talking with you today and uh, sharing you with our our audience. Um, you know, made myself a couple of notes here. Uh, I, I'd say that your insights and experiences I'm I'm hopeful are very enlightening uh, for the audience. Um, and you know the strides being made here in healthcare in our community, you're very much uh, part of that. Even at this still pretty early stage. Um, and so, you know, thanks for your dedication to improving patient care for the elderly, for folks who have multiple chronic conditions that are really, uh, homebound and for delivering that care there. That's, that's meaningful, especially for their quality uh, of life, not to mention for the care itself. Um, and thanks for your work and your commitment to Bentonville and to, to Northwest Arkansas. Appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, and let me offer a heartfelt thank you, um, to our Bentonville Beacon audience for your continued support and your enthusiasm. Each episode is a new adventure. 
And it's your engagement that's making this show take off. The stories we share here are a testament to the dynamic growth and the spirit of Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas. And it's an honor to bring those narratives to you. If Andre's story and the mission of Basis Health have resonated with you, I encourage you, spread it, spread the word. Share this episode with your friends, your family, colleagues to amplify the remarkable work that's being done here in our community. And remember, the Bentonville Beacon is your go-to source for the stories of innovation, leadership, and community spirit that shape who we are. Keep tuning in to discover more about the movers and the shakers shaping the future of Greater Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas. You can find all of our episodes on bentonvillebeacon.com or your favorite podcast platform. While you're at it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button to stay updated with our latest episodes. And until next time, keep embracing the extraordinary in every day. And thank you for being part of our journey here at the Bentonville Beacon. See you next time.